What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. Episode 8, I believe. Uh, we in the shop with it. It's your boy, Oss. Uh, right next to me is Orlando. Tell me where they can find you, bro. Oh, yeah. My name is Orlando Williams, The Tackler. You can follow me on Twitter at the Tackler 1711 And uh, we are missing two of our members because they... Uh, Two, one of them went on a family vacation on some Johnson family reunion shit. <laughs> the other one uh, swiping in Chicago right now. So fuck those guys. We got a special guest with us today, Orlando's boy, yes. Haas. This is like the one of the smartest guys. Thank I've, you for having me. Thank you for having me. Smartest guys I ever met, man. He's super, um, super Haas funny. Dude, out of Melvindale, Michigan. Uh, don't follow me. Oh, shit. Hello. Tell Hello. Me, yep, we get you. We got you. Tell you where you can find you at, house man. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. We got you. Okay. We're, we're I don't know what the fuck just happened. Where, where um, can the people can, who listen follow you at? Um, I got a Twitter page. It's my first name, my last name. Um, don't follow me. Uh, <laughs> just and especially to walking down the street. Definitely don't follow me walking down the street. That's kind of creepy, but that's very creepy, um, guys. Yep. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's my first podcast, so oh, man. let's get it podcast in. Virgin here. Let's get it in. Oh, episode eight. Episode right. eight. All right. Nice. So we're going to go our usual business, man. Shout out Shaking My Head for the week. Haas, you're a guest. Would you like to start for us? Oh, Shaking My Head goes to AAA Insurance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can't. I got to call them out right away just because it's got to get off my chest. And if I can voice this to whomever, just avoid AAA insurance they will find a way to hit you hard hit you just hard. stay away hit you yep. where it hurts. so um and um yeah that's really it i mean everything else is gravy you ain't shouting nothing out you don't want to shout nothing uh shout out to the pie stat on nba.com i was uh checking out in the advanced stats today and um it's really I'm really learning about this new stat that the NBA is taking to see the impact on players and stuff like that. So shout out to that. Um, I love coming across pieces of knowledge. Uh, and shout out to uh, Eric Thomas coming to uh, Detroit in August. I think it's the 24th. I'm definitely going to look into getting there tomorrow. So um, shout out to that, too. Oh, cool. I went, I've seen Eric Thomas once. And, and yeah, definitely pretty, shout out to that. It's pretty cool. All right, Linda, you want to go? Um, I guess my shout out this week is gonna be uh it's gonna be Game of Thrones again. Um ah, man, nice. it was, was a good episode. Um finally getting rolling. It's it's kinda sad that it's uh halfway through the season next week. So that's uh yes, sir. that's my shout out of the week. Um I guess my shaking my head of the week is um I heard that it was some people somebody that drowned and it was like people just recording the drowning. Not looking to call anybody or do anything like that. They just recorded the guy drowning. So, yeah, that's my that's shaking my up. head. Yeah. All right. For me, I'm going to shake my head first at uh, the Cowboys. It's a big shake of my head for them. Uh, after they, after Cuz, you know, quote unquote, shoplifted and he didn't, they still cut him from the team. And that was pretty fucked up. Ezekiel yeah. out here, you know, domestic violence and punching security guards and shit. But, you know, Cuz get cut for shoplifting. It wasn't even him. Like I guess it was like one of his family members. Like they knew his name and his uh his social security number. So he got that. So check my head, the Cowboys, but that wasn't cool. Now I'm shouting out. Um, damn, what what I want to shout out? I don't know. Can't remember. Maybe it come back to me. 
Okay. I can't remember right now, but shout out, shout out to y'all. Shout out to Haas. Yeah, man. Oh, shout out to Thank technology. You me. Shout out to technology yeah. because we got this house is on FaceTime right now. So now, right. if you want to come on the show, we can FaceTime you. We got headphones. Yes. We're getting a little bit more equipment, fellas. Oh, yeah. So don't sleep on us. Oh, and shout yeah. out to my nigga Ant Genius. He wanted to be on the show this week. We we get you on either next week or the week after. We'll get you on, bro. We're gonna get niggas on. But um, all right. So this has been a, a quiet week, but it's uh, it's starting to get a little louder. But one of the main topics of this week that niggas have been talking about for like three days in a row is Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie, he uh, he decided that he wants out of Cleveland. Now, Haas, Orlando has prescribed you as a LeBron hater. And, and right now on FaceTime, you have a San Antonio Spurs hat on. So before, yes, sir. Because I can, this has been bothering me for week, for this whole week. And I can, like, dig deeper into it and get all the psychoanalysis on it. But Haas, give us your opinion on it first. Straight up. Hot take it. Oh, it, it, I, just like most LeBron love affairs that happen in the NBA, um, they always end rocky. You know, they always end with some big departure. And, um, well, let's face it, they uh, – it. I can really only date back to, like, LeBron James convincingly winning an NBA Finals. Like, one NBA Finals. All the other ones were team contributions. And, you know, I've just seen other players do it with less. So Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is, is coming into a perfect light right now. He, he's, from an impact standpoint, he's performing just as well as LeBron James. He's coming up to a max deal. And let's face it, no one wants to live in Cleveland. You know, it's just no one wants to live there. And I hate to say it that way, but so, and they, and their point differential in the playoffs this year, you know, their plus minus did not pan out so well. So, you know, that they, this was happening well before the off season, you know, this, this was premature well into the, even the end, like the end of the season, they got a little bit sloppy, and then in the playoffs, it, it was what it was. You know, they were borderline a second away from getting swept. So, um, this was premeditated. I can't say I didn't see this coming, and um, I don't think he's going to go to a contender. I, I just don't. He's two hundred million dollars. He's a max deal type of player, so. Some team is going to have to cripple themselves or hemorrhage a ton of money towards one player. And I can't say it's not worth it from a Cleveland standpoint, but you can get something, you know, equivalent for a lot less money, especially in the NBA right now. Mm. A lot of bold statements on that shit. Yeah. What do you think, bro? I think that um, Kyrie Irving's favorite player is Kobe Bryant. After he won the championship last year, he FaceTimed Kobe Bryant. I just think he's ready to start his own legacy. He doesn't want to be known as a Scottie Pippen or the sidekick guy or the little brother. He wants to he wants to go his own path. And you know, in, in today's NBA, I'm that's kind of shocking. You know, with with the, like the emergence of everybody wants to wants to be on the super team, we got a guy who's willing to go to the Knicks. So it's um. You know, it's going to be interesting. The only thing I will say is that Kyrie kind of got it perfect right now. Like, he gets to shoot as much as he wants. Um, LeBron is unselfish. He gets to um, 
like you said, he, he gets to be on national TV all the time. He's going to start getting like big ad deals. So from the outside looking in, like he got it perfect, but I understand what he's trying to do. All right. So look, I man. like that. I like that. Look, bro, this, this is what I've been thinking about it, bro. I remember I was talking to an old head, man, about the situation. Old head told me Kyrie Irving is putting a hole in the boat to prove to the boys he can swim. You don't really do stuff like that. And from an outside looking in perspective, you sit there and you say, oh, man, Kyrie, what is you doing? You hear Chauncey Billups saying, Kyrie, what is you doing? You get to go to the finals every year. Damon Litter, you get to go to the finals every year. And then and then people had these, this little notion that Kyrie is also jealous of Damon Litter and John Wall in the respects of uh, they get treated like such and such and this and that. I feel like what the problem stems between the Kyrie Irving and LeBron situation, because this can get real deep because Kyrie at first is just saying LeBron name and situation. I don't want to play with LeBron. He ain't say I don't want to play with Kevin Love. He ain't say I don't want to play with Tristan Thompson. He said he don't want to play with LeBron James. It's kind right. of just making it seem like damn, bro. That's kind of like like why are you even bringing him into this? If you want to leave Cleveland, just say you want to leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to say LeBron name in it at all. But I think it's the situation of they go to the finals, they lose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, now we're in the offseason. I guess we got to get better. And he hear his name in trade talks. Right. And I feel like for a player that's he got drafted there and this and that, he's like, wow, how come Bron can almost leave y'all niggas next year and then I got to get traded the whole – I'm the person with my name on the trading block. Like, that ain't really cool. And so I feel like in his response, it was, all right, well, now I demand a trade. Like, I don't even – I ain't going to believe it to y'all. You know, I want to go where I want to go. And it's almost like if you – if you mad because if you want to be your own team or you want to control your own team, that's cool, Kyrie. You got all the you know chance to do that. You're 25 years old. You can go live. You already won a championship. You can go do what you want to do. It just seemed odd because right now we live in, in the – or they're playing the basketball in the, in the era of the Warriors. So down there for the next three years, four years, you being the man on your own team don't mean shit because right. you're not going to win nothing. You might as well ride it out where you at because – it's almost not making sense for you to try to do something like this right now in an era where you're not going to win a championship. You're not going to have too much more success than Damian Lillard or John Wall or, or LeBron James, for that matter. We don't know if LeBron can even get back to another finals or in, if he do beat the Warriors. So it's kind of weird for him to do that in the midst of all that's going on right here. At the same time, they say it's a lot of people in his ear, you know, like Kobe Bryant, maybe he, he look up to him or his dad trying to push him to a certain direction. And, you know, he might not want to be that second fiddle role anymore. I feel like I respect what he's doing, but I feel like he should have talked to Brian about it first. And not even on the, like, check, you got to you gotta check in and shit like that. Awesome. Hey, Brian, what you doing in the offseason? Brian more likely wasn't going to say nothing. Well, look, all right, if you're not going to let me know, I'm going to see if I can get a trade out of here because if you're not going to be here, I don't want to be here. Right. And then they let it go like that. Now it's looking like, oh, man. Uh, I don't want to play LeBron and not saying LeBron people said this and Kyrie people saying LeBron people's is the one that put it out there. If LeBron people's the one that put it out there, and that's cool because not at least other people know. Like, why wouldn't you demand a trade and then want nobody to know? Like, that don't make no sense. It really shouldn't even matter who put it out there. You should just be happy it's out there in the world. And you got people like Dan Gilbert trying to cover it up. Like, no, nah, it's not as bad as y'all thinking. You know, I expect Kyrie to be there at training camp. I, I kind of don't know what to think right now, dog. Um, I can't blame Kyrie for wanting to be on his own, but at the same time, I just don't know if it's going to be what he wants. 
And right. maybe this not what he wants. Maybe he don't want to be this, or maybe he don't want to be groomed with LeBron. Maybe he don't want to take all these shots. I mean, they come to you in the clutch. I think he just wants a role where he, like I started to say in the beginning, he don't want to be able to be put in a position where his name can be on the trading block. Because I feel like that's unfair to him as a player. Where if you take us this far, you put this much skill in it, why is my name coming up where I got to be traded? Right. And that's what, because LeBron name, even though he got no trade clause, his name would never be in that discussion. All right, how can the Cavs get better? Let's trade LeBron. It's like, no, it's let's trade these pieces around and try to make it. It's like, no, that ain't cool. And he felt disrespected by that. And and also, he probably don't want to be a Cavalier no more, because with Dan Gilbert and shit like that, and Brian, it's a lot of dysfunction and Cavs going on. Why in Oracle, they all chilling with their feet up. And maybe he just see, but the list of teams he gave was ass. Him going to the Spurs, that, and that's what made me think is just the fact that he was on the trading block that makes him upset because being on the Spurs, he's not going to be able to participate like he want to participate. He's not going to be able to dribble like he want to dribble. He don't play defense, so he's he not going to be able to just get away with not playing defense like that. And I don't think Pop really go for all that. Like, Pop yell at – he yell at anybody. And, you know, Kyrie Irving, I'm pretty sure he don't get yelled at that much by Ty Lue. Probably get more lit from his dad than anything. And so that's going to be a power dynamic that maybe he thinks he's ready for, but I don't know if he's ready for like that. If he go to the Heat, the Warriors going to probably blow his shit in. And if he go to Timberwolves, they're probably going to have to trade Andrew Wiggins. And Jimmy Butler's still going to be the person that's number one on that team. And if anything, he probably only want to play with Jimmy Butler. The same reason why Dwayne Wade and LeBron want to play with each other because they see each other as equals. And he probably, you know, LeBron probably see him as a little brother. So his word probably don't got as much strength. They're not trying to build the Cavaliers around Kyrie Irving. They're trying to build it around LeBron James. And that's probably what he want. And he can only probably get that in New York. And, I mean, that's fucked up if you would rather play for the, the very bad Knicks than play for the, the Cavaliers. Though. So it just seemed weird to me, man. It, it's a lot. You could, I could talk about this for hours, but it's just like Kyrie, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't, I, think, I, I don't think Kyrie going to play with Carmelo – and the unicorn is a bad idea either. But see, that's the thing. He probably would have to only play with Porzingis. They probably end up trading Carmelo out of there. Carmelo and him are max a deal. You know, like they're both $200 million players. And that's another thing. Kyrie, he can he can get the con- the contract like John Wall and Steph Curry if he played out these last two years. So he really cutting into his own money by like trying to get this trade because he ain't going to be able to get the super max $200 million deal that he – is projected to get or like the extra seventy ninety million dollars he could get, he kind of just he selling. I don't know. He cutting himself short and losses. Maybe trying to trace a legacy that he believes. But at the same time, Kyrie, I, I listen to Kyrie talk a lot. He don't seem like the dude that he want. He one of them dudes where it's like he's forty years old. He don't want to sit back and think, damn, maybe if I could have did it on my own. He one of them type. You know, he think the world flat and shit. So he he thinks shit like that all the time, dog. So. I don't know. I, get, they, I, I think they end up trading Melo for him if the Knicks end up got, getting him. That would be one of the big trades they have to do. I don't know, man. Like um, like you said. Melo to Cleveland? Like, oh. I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I don't think, like, Paul George for uh, Kyrie Irving, I don't think that would have been a good trade. No. I just I just don't think. I think Kyrie just, the element, able to go back and forth against Steph Curry. That would have been better for them. I don't know if they just threw that out there, but yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have done that. So, I don't know. Nah, yeah, right? Because I don't know. I don't know if Derrick Rose can 
no. match that. No, you know, he, I don't. He, he can't. He can't. No, no, he can't mess with Kyrie Irving. No, he can't. He can't. And he'd be better in the role. That's why Kyrie probably should stay because he'd be better in the role off the bench. I mean, he averaged eighteen points a game, shooting around forty-seven percent of the field. You get that's production off the bench that they don't even have. Like LeBron yeah, can't leave the court without them he, not scoring he, points. Kyrie has this almost a very similar impact on the game that LeBron does. You know, so like you're sitting here and you're thinking. You know, especially this season, towards the end of the playoffs, like it, turnovers and all that kind of stuff thrown into the mix. And I mean, what they did with the ball at you know impactful times. Look, I can't sit here and say, okay, well, Kyrie isn't worth the same status that LeBron James is. I mean, yeah, physical specimen, right? But they both score, they both produce, they both have assists. You know, they both don't defend. But how much is what Kyrie Irving does attributed to what LeBron can give him? Even on a given night back before LeBron got there, you really could double team Kyrie and then it's over. You're right. Not scoring over probably 25, 30 without shooting at least 30 shots. Right now, he does. He has the luxury of not catching double teams because LeBron James is on the court. And you kind of got to figure for both of them. And well, I feel like. Oh, go ahead. I just don't feel like the East, you know, is a good stature to what the West provided either. You know, like the pool of talent, it's like going undefeated in the worst conference. You know, like it's hard to go undefeated. I get that. It's hard to dominate in any conference, but we know what the West the West would have you know, kind of handled whoever came out of the East, you know, whether it was San Antonio, OKC, Houston. Like there was four teams that potentially would have beat Cleveland um, and had their way with them. You know, I definitely think that the playing field is a lot harder on the West. So Kyrie, he can, no matter where he goes, they instantly got a shot, especially if he ends up with the Knicks and Carmelo and the Unicorn end up staying there. Like that's three good pieces that could challenge, you know, the, the Queen and the East. So, See, that's another thing, too. In order to trade, they have to trade contracts. And he do he ain't got a no trade clause, so he kinda don't really dictate to where he can get traded at any time. Like even even though he said, you know, the teams he wanna play for, it's it's like if they trade him to another place, he'd probably be mad, so he probably would play good. So a team like the Magic probably wouldn't want him. But he can't really right. dictate to where he wants to go in the first place. So he really could just just be on the team for real. I don't know. I, I think what what needs to happen, maybe Kyrie and LeBron need to take like a vacation with each other and like kind of like talk and work things out, because LeBron can be a hard person to play with. He can be. I mean, you can just see the way they he rolled Mario Chalmers, you know, the Trenton Thompson incident. So I can see why somebody could say, you know what, I'm kind of tired of, I'm tired of this. But maybe I, I think they'd be able to work it out. You know, oh, I don't Tristan think it's, Thompson. I don't what think a nightmare. I don't think it's as bad as like Kobe and Shaq or you know Shaq and Penny or nothing like that. I, I think they'd be able to work it no, out. No, it ain't like them situations. Because in them yeah. situations, Kobe was almost getting to the level of Shaq, where it's like they was both just as good. Yeah. And it was right. like, all right, Shaq, you now you're not playing and stuff. You need to go. Right now, it's it's clearly LeBron team. Probably gonna be LeBron team till he get like a major injury or he just you know get tired of hooping with him. But mm, I just hope LeBron is slowing down though. Yeah, dog. He had a triple double in the finals, dog. He's slowing down. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, but it, his element of his game is going away. It's diminishing. 
Which his jumper, is. his jumper is decreasing. It like he he's running a system. You know, he's going to the. He's most productive when he's at the top of the key, driving down the middle of the lane and playing in the paint. He's a true power forward. Just he can move really, really well. Great athlete. He has developed more of a power forward game, but you shot a better three point percentage this year, dog. Quite a little bit better. Uh, in co- in comparison to what you know, like to his career. I it, mean, that's the what scouting compared to. But the scouting report remains the same. You take away the paint from LeBron James, and you always got a shot. Let him fucking beat you by jumpers. I mean, you know, he beat a lot of the Eastern teams through jumpers, man. He was scoring like thirty eight games in a row, man. I feel like if the blueprint was that easy, Haas, you would be out there selling LeBron stopping blueprints right now instead of. Uh, Cell phones, man. It just be I don't, easier to I work. don't have to l- sell the blueprint. It fucking Golden State lived that whole process. You know, that. I mean, how more... I mean, LeBron James has been dominated in the finals worse than anyone. You know, he has the, he's recorded the two biggest blowouts in NBA Finals history. So, I, I understand it, but he hasn't dished it more than he's received it. You know, and just... Not a warrior. The Warriors carved him up. There was no answer for it. And, I mean, it, it that wasn't the first time that it happened to it. You know, and even when the Warriors lost, I felt like the Warriors lost that series. LeBron didn't win that series. You know, Cleveland didn't win it. See, like I told be nice in the seven-game series, the best team wins. Now, this year, the Cavaliers did lose. It had a lot to do with Kevin Durant deciding that, you know, I can't beat the Warriors at all. I might as well play with them. And everybody knew going into the season that that was just not only was it bad for the NBA, it was just bad for the league in general. Like just basketball as a sport, kind of just made it look like a game of just as long as we get as long as the best players play on one team, then yeah. Who, who I, I'm play? not putting, but I would never put the Warriors on a pedestal like that. You know, there was a lot of injuries in the NBA this year, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna have to shout out my boy Kawhi over here, the assassin. He when he was in, they were twenty seven points better than the than the champions right now. Twenty seven points. I'm not saying they can't come back from twenty seven. That's obviously, you know, they've done that time and time again, and even against San Antonio. But the odds are very slim. Twenty seven in the third somewhere, an injury happens, and it completely changed the turn of events. You know, so. Had Kawhi not gotten hurt, I definitely think there would have been some games knocked off. And even if the Warriors would have made it past the Spurs, they would not have been as hot against Cleveland had they got beat up a little bit. You know, but it is what it is. It's about who's hot and who's healthy. And, you know, that's definitely what happened this year. They got real hot at that, man. It was almost like a time bomb, man. Once they got the mesh going. I mean, next year is probably going to be really exciting. But, all right. So, Haas, where do you see the Spurs ranking in, in this year? Because right now they well, currently do not have a point guard. LaMarcus Aldridge I, I, I want to po- I, I point something out. And you can say anything you want about LaMarcus Aldridge. I get it. He can't go left. But when Kawhi Leonard is in the game, he's a, he's a, he's a pick-and-pop shooter. Yeah. He's not. He he doesn't have to play in the post. So, it, it's a simple coaching element there that changed them. Yeah. With Kawhi Leonard, he hurt, he's a pick and pop. He and did that's get double teamed you know? a lot. I, people didn't really give him enough slack for that. He got double teamed a lot in the post. 
where he usually take his shots and Draymond Green and uh Iguodala was getting him right there uh, through turnaround. So it kind of made him look worse than what he was. Right. So I- I'm going to introduce the sleeper right now. This was the sleeper move of the year. So first things first, they signed Rudy Gay off of a big injury. I get it. Huge injury. Big injury. Most players can't come back from this and be the level of explosiveness that they once were. People question Rudy Gay's inconsistency. I get it. Big risk there. But who he replaced was Mr. Simmons, who went over to Orlando. So when Kawhi got hurt, he shined. And he shined all the way throughout the regular season. But he never really – he played in a few games that really contributed to the wins. He wasn't the primary bulk of it. So they replaced someone who wasn't the primary bulk of it, who was deserving a big contract, for a Rudy Gay who has potentially a little bit left in the tank. And they got him off the clearance rack. Instead of signing Chris Paul, which would have been huge. I mean, it would have, it could have went good or bad. He's never played an entire season healthy. But once again, he's probably the best pick-and-pop point guard in the NBA. And all San Antonio runs is pick and pop. So it fits. Don't know how it worked out, but they didn't. They couldn't afford that type of contract. So glad that one didn't go through. Would have been nice to see it. But I think Rudy Gay letting go of Simmons really changes how good they can cover on the perimeter. Now you're dealing with someone 6'7", covering Thompson, versus, you know, Manu Ginobili taking the primary of that bulk. So... It's definitely something to throw at the Warriors. They can challenge the Warriors, especially if they take over the paint with Gasol and Aldridge. They did it a couple of times. Can happen, man. That I'm not putting Golden State on the pedestal just because when that team was together, and especially if Tony Parker's in the mix. Tony Parker's in the mix can go down, man. It definitely can go down. That's a good with, challenge. With that quiet, though, man. So how, how healthy do you think he really going to be this season? But that's anyone, you know? I mean, without without those health concerns, that's all. It, that's the that's why we're doing this conversation. You know, had they been healthy, they, really, they were the only team to really challenge them on a night-to-night basis. And it probably would have went blowout to blowout, but wouldn't have been a, wouldn't have been a demolish, you know, like they did with everybody. And then, had San Antonio made it out the West, they would have handled Cleveland. They would have handled Cleveland. They would have handled them? Yes. Yes. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Mr. Tristan. Oh, my God. I got to shout out Skip Bayless on this one. Thank you. Thank you, Skip, for this one. I will take it. But he is worth, what, $80 million? Some some astronomical amount of money. And there was a point in that series where Steph Curry was playing better in the paint than he was. And I don't know the whole stat line behind it, but I've seen a couple of things come up on the, online when it was going down. And just what a – oh, my God, what a bad investment, you know. Yeah, but then when I applied – but then I applied to Quicken Loans, and I can't get a job there. But I could have definitely done something more to that company than this guy did with four <laughs> rebounds in the whole fucking NBA Finals. <laughs> you know, so I, I just, you know, bad deals on both ends. You know, I don't think 
I think that there was three challengers in the West that would have been a better fit than Cleveland. I just don't think Cleveland mentally was there. Physically, they're there. They can match up with anyone. I just don't think they had that warrior mindset. And I'm not saying that in reference to Golden State. It's not someone that always wins. You know, I read, I think I read this in some sort of book back in college, but a warrior isn't someone who always wins. It's someone who always fights. And I just, I can't say that about LeBron James on any team that he's been on, and let alone the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm just, can't say it. All right, Can't that's that. a that's discussion for a different day. A different we don't have day. to have House back. Yeah. Would be nice, so we can have both of them, you know, yeah. talk about the Brian hate. Yeah. So, the the number one thing that I'm excited about with these Raiders, and I, and I'm really disappointed in you guys saying that Tampa Bay was the sleeper. Yeah, they're they're gonna barely. Oh, I and and I get where you're coming from. I understand it. But that conference, they'll be lucky to finish third. They'll finish fourth in that conference. Uh, I don't know about that, bro. Last place. That's, that's a bold statement, man. How? They're how, better. They're how? better than the Saints. They got a better defense than the Saints. It like, doesn't they, matter. AP. AP. We don't know what AP we getting. We don't. But you know. know exactly. What I don't know. You're I don't know which AP we get. I it don't know. It doesn't matter. It's AP. He falls for four. You can't. I don't know, it, man. The Viking and games. It's already, and it's already in a conference them, that's susceptible to the run. The last Viking games, I don't know, man. Like, he was getting two yards of carry. He was getting slowed up. I don't know what they, AP. And they don't, have the they, best, they don't have the best offensive line in New Orleans. You're right. They got but Larry Warford, but, you know. Yeah, they definitely picked up a running guard, for and, sure. And I feel like he the can Raiders, blow some fucking holes The Raiders over. can't be a sleeper pick because they went to the playoffs. That's what I said. The Raiders I, went to the playoffs. Like it's only natural no, no, progression no, no. they only going to get better. Let's, let's face it. The, the Twin Towers in the AFC are New England and the Steelers. What's more explosive than that? You know, like, so you can't really throw Oakland into that category. That's why they're a sleeper. Because you don't take them as serious as you take those two teams. But we would have if Derek Carr would have got hurt. And then I would have said they wouldn't even have lost that game they lost. They would have no, beat the Texans. No, no. So, Haas, you telling me if, if Pittsburgh has to go to Oakland and play in a playoff game that Oakland won't be the favorite in that game? Oakland hasn't proven a defense yet. But their defense is better than Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh probably has the worst secondary in the NFL. Probably close to the worst secondary in the NFL. And you got Michael Crabtree. Yeah, they addressed it. They addressed it. And I get it. It. <clears throat> I can't say, like, I can, you didn't even take Matt Ryan seriously when he was going against Tom Brady. No. Like, you did You didn't. So, like, to think Derek Carr could kind of trample in over Matt Ryan is ludicrous. You know, like, I'm not going to give Derek Carr the respect I would give Matt Ryan, even though I'm not going to give Matt Ryan the respect over Tom Brady. You know, like, you always knew that Tom Brady was within striking distance, and he struck. I feel like it was know? deeper that we didn't think that the Falcons was going to beat the the Patriots. Like, Matt Ryan won MVP, so you had right. to respect them in that regard. But it was always right. the doubt of, this is a, these are the Falcons. Like the Atlanta, Lions, they are known to, to collapse at any time. You're exactly right. Yeah, you're so exactly it was, right. It was almost like, a, it's just waiting for it to happen. It's just a I, matter of time before that's to happen. 
but that's with the Raiders being twelve and four last year, without their quarterback tearing the ACL, I feel like they really had a good chance. Like last year, last year the Raiders was the sleeper team. Everybody had yes. them at their sleeper. It's like, but this year it's almost like it's almost like the Bucks. It's just natural progression. They got young talent. Or like the Titans. The Titans kind of could be a sleeper team, but they have young talent. It's just natural progression that they're only going to get better with it. So it's almost like, can you really call that a sleeper? It's almost like predictable at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you still have to respect the fact that they're probably in one of the hardest conferences. You can say that Kansas City or Denver or Houston, you know, or no, not Houston. But the Chargers, yeah. Yeah, the Chargers. All of them can win that conference. You know, all of them always bring a good team to the field. You know, some of them fall apart midway through the season. Some of them, you know, it's it's a nail-biter to the end. But, you know, with Denver, they got got the beast over there, Von Miller. Yeah. Got to respect that. Uh, to leave, but I mean, that's why Chris Harris Jr. I, I mean, they got they got a nice defense, man. TJ exactly, Ward, dude. I mean, so you they're they're a sleeper because they may not win that conference. You know, like they may not. You don't know Derek how Derek Carr is going to play. You don't know what that defense is going to do. And I mean, Khalil Mack speaks for himself. You know, he's sponsored by Mack Truck now. Shout out to Mack Trucks. I'll never own one, but I, it would be nice to buy one one day. It would be, yeah. But they have to—they have to be a sleeper because Marshawn Lynch is fresh off the couch. You know, like you don't know. Yeah, it's 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 tough, man. Because like you said, they they did win the division last year, and they they did go to the playoffs, and the expectations are really high. So sleeper teams like a team like that's midway expectations, like Tampa Bay, they're on hard knocks. No, and you know the history of hard knocks; it's always bad. You, they expose so many tendency and hard knocks. It's the dumbest thing to ever do. Yeah. I mean, no way. Yeah. No yeah. way. They're going to finish fourth. I don't think fourth, man. I, fourth in that division. Definitely in that division. History shows that whoever finished first don't don't make it to the playoffs that next year. It's going to be hard to say that Matt, Matty Ice doesn't have – isn't going to be fury Well, they lost their offensive coordinator. They lost so. their offensive coordinator. And that Super Bowl Their, hangover, their offensive coordinator is the reason they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, he uh, was. I mean, but you could blame Matt Ryan too because, I mean, hey, if, if you I'm hear bad – And they shipped him to where? San Francisco? Yeah, he's San Francisco. But if, if you hear yeah, a bad play call – If you hear a bad – oh, yeah, yeah. This is, he played with Pierre and uh, Mom yeah. and Union. Oh, cool. Yeah. Shout, yeah. Out to Pierre. Shout out to Pierre Gosson. Yeah. 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 But um, That's, uh, if you hear a bad play call, man, you got to change it up. You know, and I'm with you on that one. And I don't know. I, I really don't know what's in that huddle. No one would ever know. But it, it was unlike anything I've ever seen in play calling history. Like, they might as well have came out and ran the wing tee. Yeah. You know, like, like might as the Super Bowl well. Calls, like, not running it that, that last uh, couple honestly, minutes. That probably, kinda... They would have had a better chance, yeah. They should have I mean, they, they would have won. They would have yeah. ran you had, kicked the field You had Matt Ryan. Yeah, and it's going to start and finish with with the young lad over there. And it, it, it's Matty Ice. That boy has Julio Jones, and he has every weapon possible. You know, so, I mean, there's no bad call. There are dumb calls and stupid calls from scheme standpoints. But, you know. In all fairness, Tampa, I, did, I beat, Tampa did beat them last year. It, it, I get that. You know, they'll sneak one or two divisional wins in. But they're still going to finish fourth. 
you know, like. Oh. I know, man. Right now, I don't know, man. That's with Cam still tough. banged up. I I just see it. I see the Bucks. I see the Falcons having that Super Bowl hangover. Uh, I see the Saints. I see the Aints. They lost Brandon Cooks. They really got the same offense. Their defense still trash. When they have Drew Brees. Mm, yeah, but he's low. They have. Uh, come okay. on, man. Okay, Hoss, come on, man. I'm gonna give you that this. boy puts up 40 points a game. If they can scrounge together a defense and stay healthy, they'll be fine. Especially against Tampa Bay. They cut my boy Cecil. That's why I'm kind of upset at them. Okay, but, okay, but Hoss, but look at this. Like, Tampa first four games, they got to play the Dolphins, which are not that good. Right. They got to play the Bears, which are awful. And then they play the Vikings. So that's, I mean, that's 3-0 and right there, man. That's... I, you're really going to count out the Vikings like that with that yes, defense? Yes, man. I'm going to count, count Come like on, They man. can't score the ball, man. They got Sam Badford as their quarterback, man. I get that. I get that. But you know a second-year quarterback is always going to do better than the first year. Man, and it's like plus, his tenth year, they, right? <laughs> yeah, but they still have running backs, too. Uh, Murray, I don't know, man. It's, I, I really don't know. All right, so real don't quick. Real quick, because so, we're going to move on to the next segment. Okay. So, Haas, give us your NFC North. Um, sleeper. I mean, your NFC sleeper and your AFC sleeper, since you wasn't able to, you know, give us yours before. Well, you already told us the Raiders was your sleeper. Yeah, uh, AFC is definitely the Raiders, just because you know they got two big brothers in that conference, and yeah, everyone else pretty much is a pretender right now, except Von Miller. Um, NFC is a little bit more wide open. A lot, a lot of more activity happened. Hmm. I hate to say it this way, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, with the fallout they had last year, he's gonna be, he's gonna be hungry. But I can see Atlanta coming out and shredding. The NFL this year. That, okay. Okay. That's I a, just, that's a I just feel, yeah, I just feel like. The NFC North champions from last year is the sleeper. No, I'm not going to say they're the sleeper. The, my, the, I, they're my pick on who's going to win. The sleeper, okay. I think that's going to surprise everybody. That's a good one. Come back, come, come back to me on the sleeper. Okay. You know All right. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, we already did ours. So yeah, we okay. So. All right. So now it's time for segments. My boy Lando got a. We got a new segment with Lando, where he's talking about the shows. Lando loves TV shows, and Haas also loves TV shows, and they have a couple, a uh, couple shows they want to shout out, and a couple Game of Thrones theories. So Lando, go ahead. Okay, so just real quick, um, I want to shout out, like I said, Game of Thrones. Um, I want to shout out Power. I want to shout out Last Chance University. Um, oh, yeah, real. That's that's oh, really really good. Um, oh, shout out Insecure. Insecure is a good show. Um, Insecure, and let me give a shout out to Ballers too. So HBO is killing it Sunday night. Like we got Game right. of Thrones, we got Ballers come on that's hilarious. We got Insecure that comes on that's a good show. Uh, Netflix is killing it. Got the Defenders coming out in uh, in mid August. So it's it's a lot of great shows. Um. One thing that uh, that Haas had brought to my attention is a few uh, Game of Thrones uh, theories. So a lot at at the beginning of Game of Thrones, it looked like the the playing field was uneven. 
Daenerys mm-hmm. got the dragons. She got the Unsullied army. She has the Dothraki. She got uh, the Martells. She got the Tyrells, and she got oh, some yeah. of the Iron Fleet. But Haas has found something that I heard about, and um, I want you to I want you to address the address the people. Okay, so the sh- yeah, definitely the first two episodes were crazy. Um, it, it this show is everything in one. And every time it comes on, I, like my heart pounds out of my chest. It gives me anxiety because I have to know what's next. It's nothing has ever sunk its fangs this deep into me like this show. So um, just wanted to put that out there. But there's a theory, um, you know, I was uh, bouncing around and uh, actually thank you, Orlando, for introducing me to YouTube lures on this. It's uh, oh, yeah. a lot easier to figure all this stuff out. So. Um, if you're behind on Game of Thrones, pull up a couple of lore um, videos on YouTube. That'll catch it right up and explain a lot of stuff for you. Um, but there's a theory that um, Euron Greyjoy, uh, the captain of the Iron Fleet, finds a horn that can cripple or disable or summon dragons. Pretty much it's a weapon that was used to uh, kill some of the dragons back in when uh, the first ones invaded. So, make a long story short, one thing that I want to piggyback on with you, Orlando, is that you said that these army, you think it's so one-sided, and I definitely do, and I said that too today, that I just think that it's so lopsided in the beginning, and now with these two episodes, you feel like, oh, everything that they planned is not working right um they're too big to really conquer anything and they have to win it on all sides and they might get stretched too thin and that's what this iron fleet showed in that second episode is that they're not the only ones they're not the only fish in the ocean right now and they have some answers for what they were going to bring to the table so um, I'm curious to see what weapons are used with these dragons because the dragons are like our little puppies. You know, everyone raised these dragons. So I think that if some of these dragons start dying off, you're going to see some riots, my friend. And if they, they figure out a way to do it early in this season, that'll take a huge turn. Huge turn. So so what I heard about the horn is like, because kind of in the book, like um, the horn, he'll be able to like control a dragon on his own. Yeah, but I, I don't know if the show's gonna do that. And like like we said, we seen like where um, Cersei she they like made like the little long ass spear that can like go through a dragon. Right. So I think one I think one of the dragons will die. I think Euron or Cersei they'll kill one of the dragons. Right. I think Euron is going to uh, hurt Cersei really bad though. I I don't think he's he's like the husband type. So I think he's gonna like. I'd like you say it's gonna be kind of like Ramsey a, a little bit, like where he's gonna be kind of brutal, and uh, he's he's gonna want control for himself. Yes, it, you know he's uh he's definitely the you know he's the new villain. He's the he's the new uh, he's the new bully on the block. And what Game of Thrones has always done is they've stretched out how long these bullies live. And, you know, they really get you invested in, oh, my God, you, you just want to see this guy die. I mean, any possible way, you know, with Joffrey and Ramsey and, you know, now it's going to be him. But he doesn't look, he looks 
more like crazy than like sadistic. So I mean, I, I kind of like that character. He's coming off like he's you know a savage warrior instead of you know some creepy you know like assassin you could say some squirrely little Napoleon looking guy. Yeah, I, I will say this. Like, I was kind of disappointed, like, the way the Sand Snakes went out. Like, I thought they were, like, you know, they got taught how to fight by Oberyn. But yes. it looked like he kind of, like, wiped the floor with them pretty easy. So, yeah. it looked like his skills are up to par. Um, it looked like it would be a tough battle for anybody one-on-one with him. So, it's going to be um, it's gonna be interesting, man. I, I definitely can't wait for this week, man. It's, it's a lot of things going through. Like, Jon Snow, he reaches Dragonstone. So, we're going to see what happens, man. That's going to be huge, man. That's going to be huge. How oh. excited are you for this next episode? Can't explain it, man. There's no, there's really no words. It, it, it's a big anticipation. You know, it's, it's conspiracy. It's uh, love. It's it, fighting. It's everything you can imagine all in one. Um, and so it's, it, it's nice and it, and it's provocative and I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, Haas, cool. I mean, what else? What else have you been watching, Haas? I mean, cause you you got a um, you um, got a good style. So, like, what what other shows you been watching? It, I really like Suits, and maybe because it's, oh yeah, I, I've, shout I, out to I've, Suits. Yeah, I've had my fair share of the courtroom. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of people have, you know, and they've you can relate to that show because you see people just get plowed and then they have no answer you know you you no i'm not i'm not a criminal but you know i've had my fair share of speeding tickets and stuff like that you know so you know i'm not a bad i'm not a bad guy i can promise you that but the show the show covers different angles and and it's really it's really intelligent it's it catches you off guard that way because it's very intelligent and, and some things seem unrealistic that could happen, but there's always that possibility that you can collect information right around the corner. You know, you just got to keep looking. And, and so they keep that train of thought on the show. And I think that it can become predictive at some points, but then their personalities show that being confident and working your ass off is something that is always rewarding. And I really like that about the show. I think it's, the characters' personalities, man, are, are, are crazy. And there's real people like that. You know, so I've had people that I've come across and people that have actually made a contribution to helping people in need. So That's I like that about the show. Okay. What uh, what other show? Like the show Netflix you were watching? I, I think you guys talked about in our group chat. It was... Yeah, friend, friends from co- friends from college. Shout out to that. The, one of the most awkward shows ever. <laughs> okay. Damn, you know, like that that's a really good show on Netflix. Um it's something that you can watch with the chick. It, it it's very it can be uncomfortable at times, but it, it's it's a comedy and they find a way to bring it back to it, you know, a good sense of humor. Um I definitely think they cover that well in that show. Okay, I definitely need you to watch that Last Chance University. Like, it's oh, something yeah, about bro. that school I root for. Yeah, bro, you gotta see it. It's pretty cool. It, I just got it, to the episode where uh, 
where they kind of went to the other school that lose a lot. Yeah, yeah, the that, black school. I think that's probably the best episode. Yeah, it is the best episode. Because it, it shows you the flip side. And yeah. I've been on both sides. Yeah, me too. And it's almost like, wow. It, it looks, the other side looks exactly how you would think, and the, yeah. the winning side looks exactly. So exactly. that was a real good episode. And that coach, he kept it real the whole episode. He did. He said, hey, we really last chance you. They second chance you. <laughs> yeah, they second chance, yeah. All I'm right. About so we got segments. We got our final segments, man. Uh, Wait, gotta... real, real quick. Is that is that the school in Mississippi? Yes, East Mississippi. Okay, yeah. I'll, I I think I caught one episode, but I'll definitely get on that yeah, one. Yeah, watch both, 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 both seasons, bro. Both seasons. Oh, right, season two, watch. I don't think it's going to be a season three. Not there. It's going to be a season three. I got to watch the last episode. I ain't seen it yet. It's gonna well, be... it, it would be appropriate for a two-year season on a JUCO like that, right? Yeah. This is a two-year school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Master yeah. crime, huh? All right, so we got a who's man's. Uh, my who's man's of the, of the week is Jermaine Edmond. Nobody may not know his name, but last summer he got slapped in the face by Draymond Green at a bar in East Lansing. Tried to sue him, is in the process of suing him right now, and said, and I quote, I can still feel his fist on my jaw in the courtroom. And it's this is kind of one of them scenarios where it's like, all right, what would you do for a million dollars? Except he's probably not going to get a million dollars for this case. He's probably only going to get like a little bit of money. So to sound like a bitch in front of like thousands upon hundreds of thousands of people. For a million dollars, I could say some shit like that. Because he was saying like he wake up at night and crying and cold sweats. Like he's milking this trying to get yeah, more money. Yeah, he definitely milking that's what you. That's why you need to watch Suits. Yeah, yeah. You know, like straight up, they cover dumb stuff like this. Like stupid case. Like stupid incidences that turn into catastrophic events for people. Yeah, and it's not he making this too catastrophic. I don't think. Right. I think the amount of money he probably gonna get, like he probably gonna get a quarter bill for this from Draymond Green. He might. Yeah, but and, but is it worth it? Is it worth? Like, would you think saying I can still feel Draymond Green fist on my jaw? Is that worth a quarter of a million dollars? Absolutely. Hey, listen, I don't even think he did it right. I would have still. I would have came with like a psychologist, a psychiatrist, because at the end of the day. Draymond did ruin that guy's life. Like, he got kicked off Michigan State team. Like, I don't know where he's playing football at now. Like, you're supposed to be a safety. You, you got hit hard in the face. It's like, he's just all embarrassed. And I think Draymond, like, slept with his girl. Like, I don't know. He had a, he had a tough uh, time. Yeah. What about you, Haas? Oh, that's a bad situation for that young man. Um, He, he got, you, you know, I've seen some people get slapped, and it's a knockout, dude. It is a knockout. And, I mean, they are sleeping. And it's like, for real, dude, you got slapped that hard. So, um, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to take anything away from Draymond Green's slap. I, I mean, that thing could have been fierce. You know, he throws – every time he makes a layup, he throws a fist at Brett, and I'm just like, how many technicals can you get in a single day, man? Like, Relax. So, punitive damage, I get it. He's going after a lawsuit. It makes sense to say that. Like, medical lawsuits are always the worst, especially because AAA screwed me on one. Um, Shaking my head. Yep. That's so bad, AAA, man. But I get I get where he's coming from. I understand why he's going after the money. If you're telling me that I, if I get slapped by Mike Tyson that I'm not going to try and sue him with an inch of his life, you better you better believe it. But Mike, does he just not get back regular, man? He was broke. Right, 
Right. But I would take a punch from Mike Tyson for a million dollars. I would. There's a lot of things I would do for a million dollars. I wouldn't do this, though. Not for what he's getting. For a million dollars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for a million dollars, yeah. But for what I think he's getting, I wouldn't do what he's getting. Well, I mean, 250,000, I don't know. I probably probably would, but I think he should have did it a little bit earlier. And, um... I do, believe in, I do believe in law of attraction, though. And, and I feel like if you attract that type of negative energy in your life, right. especially over a paycheck, like, you know, it, it doesn't always seem to work out, you know. Yeah. You're right. you're going after it for the wrong reason. And I don't think Harvey didn't be able to. I don't think Harvey be able to get him off this one either. So. <laughs> nope. All right. So we got a, in other news, bro. We got uh, Zion Williamson. You heard about him, right now? No. He like a he like the next LeBron. You James. know, yeah, yeah. Well, he played against uh, LeBron. He played, he played against Lonzo Ball. Lonzo I mean, Ball. no, Lamelo Ball. Lamelo. And they Ball. had a, they had a real crazy game. Yeah, I see. Uh, he almost dunked on uh, Lamelo. It's pretty crazy, man. Pretty exciting. How how tall is this guy? I think he's like. He's only in the tenth grade, and he's like six five. Go look it up, I know. Yeah, what's his but, name? Uh, Zion with a Z. Uh, like I mean, I've seen it. I've seen him dunk, but I really can't get a gauge on how he's kind of fat too. It like he can grow a little bit more because he's still Zion Williamson. Fat. Yeah. Okay. And but I mean, he was looking outstanding when he was playing. He is six, six seven. seven. Wow. Yeah, this little motherfucker is six seven. He like two hundred something pounds. Yeah, he's crazy. Pounds. And that shit, yeah. they said LeBron couldn't even get to the game. So he couldn't even get to the game, bro, because uh oh the security. security. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. he can't be in that like a, game. Uh, a sergeant general or some shit in that bitch, bro. Yeah, you can't you, you can't yeah, you can't go to that. And then we also got another news. Uh Julio Jones had a was a hundred thousand dollar earring. He lost it while uh what's it? What what you doing when you on the Jet skis? Jet skiing. He was jet skiing, okay. he lost a hundred thousand dollar earring. And he paid What <laughs> on earth? Would yeah. you have a hundred thousand dollar earring? Yeah. yeah on. He, he paid divers like uh I think like a I gotta look at the number. He paid them niggas a lot of money to go down there and dive and get it back for him. Did they find it? Yeah, I think they found it, yeah. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, but like what the fuck, bro? It's like bro, go put your band aid on your fucking ear, nigga. Don't don't go out there like that with your hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, leave, leave, leave those at the crib, man. Yeah, dog. Chatham Chosico said uh you go to Zales. I mean, you go to uh, yeah. You go to Claire's. Zales like nine dollars. Yeah, go to Claire's like yeah. nine dollars, man. It's still shine a shame. Yeah, it's right. a shame though. And um, hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I mean, people out here are starving and hungry. Yeah. And I'm not saying give you the money, but there are some people in some tough ways. And why would you even risk that? Yeah, I agree with that. People you don't know what t- what type of shit people are going through. I would never give that reason. Even yeah. if I had it, and imagine if like a diver, if he wouldn't have hired a diver to get it, a diver probably would have found it. And boy, oh boy! Right. If I if I'm diving and I go find a hundred thousand dollar earring, what are you gonna give me? Ninety nine, thousand of it. You know, like no, you. I'm gonna pocket that thing and get. So how sick goes the question? Would you rather uh, get slapped in the face by Draymond Green and then tell the world about it, or would you rather dive to get that earring for Julio Jones? Slap me in the face. I'm not going swimming in the ocean. <laughs> you know, absolutely not. You can I, you can hit me right now. That's like a millisecond. I ain't swimming with no sharks, man. Hell no. All right. And uh, so that's it for me. Y'all got any uh, last call? Okay. Well, uh, I got the, got the rapid questions. 
for Haas, man. All right, cool. So we got rapid questions, Haas. So this is how this go, man. And like I'm going off the top of the dome, and you just gotta answer the first thing that come to your mind. I'm gonna give you two selections, and um, you just gotta come up with the first thing that come to your mind. All right. Yeah, fuck your right. games. Without you, we doing All right, yeah, we just doing it on the, off the top. Okay. Kind of, kind of scared how this is gonna end. Hey, it's gonna end fine, man. Okay, so we got a, uh, you got two choices: wing tee offense or spread. Spread. Uh, McDonald's Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. Okay, uh, Chicago, yeah. New York. Chicago. Uh, Dubai, Jamaica. Oh my God, Dubai. Uh, Nike Adidas. Adidas. Um, rapper Rock. Rap. Polo Nautica. Polo. Sprite. Sprite or Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist. All oh right. shit, that's a hard one. Miller Lite or Bud. Miller Lite all the way. Shout out to Miller Lite actually. All right, and who do you think is going to win the NCAA college football this year? Come off the top. Alabama. Alabama, there we go, man. That's a cop-out pick, huh? It's a cop-out pick, All man. right, well, that's it's our not show. A, it's not a cop-out pick. <laughs> Yeah, that's our show, man. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Haas, bro, really appreciate you coming on, bro. This is great. We have to get you back on again, especially when the gang is all here. Yes. Fuck oh, yeah. Jay Gans and Be Nice. They left us for this episode, but, you know, we love I, those guys. I thought this went really, really well. Yeah, really shout out good. to everyone who listens, man. Uh, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and also leave a, re- uh, a review. You can even ask us a question to review, and we'll answer it. For you on the show. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Uh peace out. Peace out. Bye. Good night. Uh, good night. Yeah, we-